0: You're listening to the Sports on Tap Podcast Network. Cheers to sports.
1: Welcome on into pod that two brothers talking sports. I'm Sammy. And I'm
0: George. And welcome to the greatest show in podcasting.
1: Today we start with a clip of John Madden. See, see, see how heat does come out of the top of your head look at it just coming off at nate's head there that's where it escapes if you have heat in your body and you want to let it out you take your hat off yeah you know, what you could do is, is you could have a barbecue on that head nate's got a lot of room to let it out yeah i mean you could cook like some burgers on there look at now you're talking I and mean, this is football when you yep. got steam coming out of your head And your mouth, now you're talking football. You're controlling that offensive line. This is what it's all about. It's a playoff game. If you win, you go to the championship. What are you talking about? John Madden. You can be remembered for a lot of things. Playing, coaching, the video game, announcing. Uh, It's just one of those fun clips right there. And uh, Rest in power, man. To John Madden. Crazy! It was crazy news to kind of just randomly see.
0: Yeah, it was kind of like just so shocking because we didn't know that he was actually, uh, you know, going to pass away. They had the special on him on Christmas Day, and you know, he kind of resurfaced. It was like a montage to his life, and then he passed away very shortly after, which is just weird to think about that, like how it just ended up in a weird way like poetic they just had a whole entire show about him really honored him and then he passed away a few days later
1: yeah and um unexpectedly right we're not talking like somebody that was openly dealing with cancer or dealing with health complications um 85 years old it's a good life of course and you know it's uh but it is shocking I, I it, it's just kind of crazy because no matter, like I said, no matter what you know him for, George, a lot of people have some type of memory of John Madden. If you're really young, mm-hmm. you probably didn't even know he was a broadcaster or a coach. And you just think of the video mm-hmm. game. If you're older, you could think about his coaching days, playing days, announcing. Um, I I did see something that I think N-
0: never played other than at Grey Harbor Community College, by the way.
1: You, you know what In I Washington mean? Washington like, State, it, though. He talks about. You know, like how much he loves the game of football and playing the game of football. Like he played football, whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean. The point is, he is the only guy, also the only broadcaster to broadcast for all four major networks. That's something I found out today too.
0: Yeah, that's pretty damn impressive, actually. And today, I—I I mean, I knew he coached. I knew he was a Super Bowl-winning coach, and I knew he was a very good coach. But I, today, I found out that. He has the highest win percentage of minimum hundred games, uh, in NFL coaching history. So not only was he a good coach, he was a great coach, a hall of fame level coach, and the winningest coach percentage wise in history of the NFL, which is really impressive.
1: 103, 32 and seven, um, ties 32 and seven, um, won a super bowl. I I honestly didn't even know he won a super bowl. Um, so, like you said, a great coach. And it's just crazy. Everything that's said, the broadcasting career, the coaching, and then the unmatched, I guess, name of Madden, right? Like, in the impact on video games. Like, you think about video games, George. A lot of the sports games are 2K this, M O B this show, NBA Live. This is Madden for John Madden. I know. Isn't it nuts?
0: I mean, and a – the an untarnished legacy too. just just to add that there's no um you know in a day and age where everyone seems like they're looking for the worst in someone there's nothing bad about john madden no one came out and said you know there's a bad story about john grad and madden for example john gruden who kind of had the same career trajectory as a john madden in a weird way he went from being a super bowl winning coach uh for well tampa but he also coached in oakland just like John Madden to the broadcast booth and then fell out like in a day and age where people look for anything on someone. There's never been a bad word on John Madden because of from all accounts and purposes, just a great guy. Uh, My favorite fun fact is, you know, he didn't even like to fly. Would you remember that?
1: Yeah, it's very random.
0: Madden bus. Remember the Madden
1: bus? Yeah, Uh, the Madden bus like went all around the nation. basically, all like right doing the different locations.
0: Yeah, for Monday Night Football, each game when he was doing Monday Night Football at the time,
1: I did want to correct you on something here. Oh, what's that? He he played one season at College of San Mateo, mm-hmm. um, and he then he was given a scholarship to University of Oregon, studying pre law and playing football. Uh, he redshirted because he had knee surgery, and then he attended Gray's College, Gray's Harbor College. Um, before transferring to Cal Poly, where he played both offense and defense for the Mustangs. Um right. And he also was drafted into the NFL and was on the Philadelphia Eagles training camp before he suffered a career ending knee injury. All right.
0: Great so, Harbor. The chokers. I read that on there, which is kind of cool. Cool name.
1: I know, but you just, I'm just saying you may sound like you didn't really have much of a like football career. Well, he, I, yeah, I
0: know it's, uh, well, my, my, to my thing is like, no one remembers him for his football career.
1: Yeah, I, I understand. But I was yeah. saying he did have a playing career. I mean, he was a division one football player. He did get drafted to the NFL. Um, It sounds like it's just injuries that it sounds like he was a star in high school. And it's just injuries that stopped him from having a ever playing NFL. So it's pretty crazy to kind of think about that. And when you revolve it around all this, like he, He played football at a high level, obviously coached at a high level to the point of being a Super Bowl champ broadcast to a high level to the point where he's one of the all time greats um, and had broadcasting experience with all four major networks at the time, which he was the only person to ever do that. And then on top of that, probably the greatest sports video game in history uh, is named after him. Like there is not a single thing on the list that is not just like, what a guy.
0: Yeah, Um, like I, I, there's not much more you can really say about it than what a guy, what a life, what a career. What a I mean, maybe one of the most recognizable names in sports history. Uh, to be honest yeah. with you, maybe people won't recognize it right away when you say Madden, and they, you know, a lot of people don't go back, especially the younger generation. Like John Madden, you know, like you said, Raiders coach and and uh, broadcaster. They're like, oh, video game Madden, but it's still the most one of the most recognizable names in all of sports
1: it is and it's quite amazing he did all this and like how many
0: thing. how many people a day either younger generation older generation or have you in high school college whatever text someone called someone and said let's go play madden let do you want to play madden madden session like think about how many times that word has been uttered through your mouth, where you've heard that being said, it's pretty crazy. That it's probably used more than any other name. No one ever says names more often than that. If you play video games,
1: yeah, it's probably not anywhere near. Yeah, and I'm. I'm it's a sure verb. Yeah, it became a verb.
0: Is that Some a verb or an adjective? Yeah. Do you want to play this? Play Madden. Madden is a. Would that be a verb? Play. I think play is the verb. All right. Well, I'm, this is not an English class, so maybe I'm wrong. But it's an <laughs> the one who brought it up. I know. I know. His name became a thing instead of just a name. Is my point?
1: Yeah. And and I think I'm looking up here. The video game itself, Madden, generated seven billion dollars since 19, 1988, and I'm pretty sure it's the highest of all um, sports games that there's ever been. And it's pretty, it's pretty remarkable. That's it shows how big it's you know. Um, crazy uh like and i saw like in the first week ea sports even this year right um in the first week of nfl madden 2021 Mm -hmm. there were 17 million games played already that were tracked online and so you think about over the what 24 years 25 years of madden and the amount of games possibly played you know like you said the word madden like the amount of times you've seen the word or been asked, you want to play Madden. I'm playing Madden. Let's play Madden. Like we're talking probably billions and billions of time. If the game has been played 17 million times in one week, you know, in just this mm-hmm. year, that means the game has been played billions and billions of times, which probably means it's been said the words Madden that many times. It's probably one of mm-hmm. the one of the athletes that's named, probably like say gets brought up more than anybody ever, whether yeah. it's intentionally or not.
0: Yeah, totally. And it's it's pretty awesome. I wanted to bring up one story about him. So we did say he transformed coaching. We did say he transformed broadcasting. We also said he transformed video games, Sammy. But there's one thing that most people don't recognize that he transformed and that's beer. So a fun like I've heard so many different stories about John Madden. That I try to look up something a little bit more u- unique and so according to um, wind.com USA Today, John, Medid, John Madden made light beer um, – what did he say? they say? Made light beer legitimate. Uh, Miller Lite came into existence in 1973, and they had such a hard time selling light beer. It wasn't even ranked in the top 10 beers. Uh, men in general thought it was like not manly. You need a full-tasting beer. You need that calorie, that filling type of beer. So – Miller Light decided, hey, let's find a campaign and let's find a manly man, a man's man to sell some Miller Light. So they started a nineteen eighty a commercial with John Madden. And um you can tell me if I can play the commercial, I can if if, if the audio can be if I shared, will it be heard or no? Uh, if I share my screen
1: and do the sure. audio, will it be heard or no? Well, not? no, just no, it won't just then we'll we'll forget play it on the podcast. No, no, I'll play, well, I'll play po- it. I'll play it over. Like, I'll pause the podcast and play it. Okay. And in the
0: commercial, you know, John Madden was like, I used to be this man, and I was an angry uh coach. And now I drink light beer. And then in 1980, that release. He was a spokesman for multiple years for Miller Lite, and it surged to number two most selling beer in the country and sparked a light beer craze in the country where Bud Light started doing it, coors started making light beer. Every company followed suit. So you can say in a weird way, John Madden made light beer, not so, you know, faux pas. I don't know a better word for it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I think it uh, reminds me of the Snicker commercials right now. Um, maybe that's where they got that thing where it's, you know, Snicker commercials. Like, man, you need a Snickers, right? When the, somebody's yeah. acting weird. Sounds like the commercial is just kind of, uh, you know, like. Oh, like I was an angry guy drinking heavy beers. Now I'm drinking light and, you know, feeling yeah. good, but still getting my buzz, right? Exactly. Still getting my buzz on. And it, it is a revolutionary thing. A lot of like, you know, I don't want to even take this wrong on the podcast, but like there's, I, I drink some heavy beers sometimes, right? But, the, but like, because I, I know the taste tastes better. Like yesterday I was meeting up with a buddy and I had a joy bus. It's like a wheat kind of heavy beer. Right. It's not too heavy. It's not one of my favorites. It's a heavy beer. And so I'm like, sometimes I only can have those on at a restaurant, like have one or two, but you know, the beauty of light beer and it's become such a craze now is because the like world of healthy lifestyles, right. Michelob ultra 95 calories and a carb and Miller lights and bud lights and all these, because people are still able to maybe not be as bloated, not like take away their workouts that they did, they're staying in a caloric deficit, not to get like into this, like a personal training. I know exactly. know what you mean? It's a big deal. Like it's kind of changed the scope of beer drinking because a lot of people want to drink beer, but also be really fit and in shape and really love the concept of having a light beer available. So it's very interesting and it's interesting. They picked a really big guy Mm -hmm. to represent the light beer. I think. And a football player, like a man's man, you know, a football coach, but it shows that like, whether you're trying to, whether you're still a big guy or if you're just a light if you're trying to stay slim or you just you know don't want it as heavy as a beer, it doesn't matter what your shape size type of personality is football player, right football coach. Um, light beer can work for you too. maybe it's like a little healthier, easier on the stomach and it's yeah. really cool that John Madden out of all people you know has had a big role in that and if you Google it like for those listening, if you Google John Madden uh, beer. Like it, it comes up pretty, or beer commercial, but it makes there's a lot of articles about how he made beer like a bigger thing when it comes to like, yeah, that I mean, it's pretty remarkable, right? I mean, I, there's a lot of achievements here
0: with John Madden, but like this is actually one of the bigger ones, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, it's kind of funny. It's like we sit here and it's just like we already listed out that he's a Super Bowl champ. He, you know, forget, you know, I know you're saying like, oh, there's nobody runs for his football career, but still. He obviously was a star in high school. He like got a scholarship to University of Oregon. That's already an achievement for that 1% of not even people. Like a 0.01% of people. Yeah. I got a scholarship to the University of Oregon. He went on to win a Super Bowl, be the winningest head coach percentage-wise in history, become maybe the best broadcaster for football in history, legitimated, legitimized light beer, and then went on to make the most popular sports video game or be the name of. The representation of the most popular sports video game in the history of sports video games. <laughs>
0: I, I'm totally. Uh, just achievement after achievement after achievement. And it's, um, you know, one thing, it seemed like uh, he died uh, suddenly and it seemed peacefully. Um, so uh, you never, you know, want to say death sucks, right? But at least it seems like John Madden didn't suffer through it. Uh, from all everything I've been reading, which is someone that's had a, that great of a life. I'm glad the ending was peaceful as well.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, in 85 lived a good life, um, but to keep it on the chill side here. I did want to say the, if you look up John Madden beer commercials and hit Google, yeah. you'll see a lot of great ads. Like my, I might get worked up, but I don't get filled up everything you always wanted in a beer and less. It's like a funny, it's like, instead of, and more, like it's a commercial all about like having less when I go in and out of bars the way I do, I can't afford to get filled up everything. You've always wanted in a beer and less. <laughs> I not know. I
0: really like that. They're all very good. <laughs> uh, that's unbelievable, man, like light beer. Now, next time I open up a Miller Lite, I'll, I'll definitely be like, ah, John, Madden.
1: There's another uh, Bob Euchre. Yep, you okay. Yeah, he, uh, he was the base, other person, like,
0: yeah, he was another person who was uh, part of that campaign. The campaign.
1: Yeah. yeah, I was trying to you the quote. Great ball players drink light because it's less filling. I know. I asked one, and he's the baseball player. Ah, uh, okay, I like that. <laughs> he's Mister <laughs> Baseball. I was like, this. Is, they, these are these were very smart campaigns. So basically, they found manly men and tried to explain why, you know, drinking light is actually better because it's all you get in yeah. beer, but less like,
0: and at the end of the day that, you know what that means for Mm -hmm. most men, if it's less calories and less filling, that means you're going to drink
1: more. Yeah. Yeah. More buds, less weight gain. What more could you ask for? Not much. Shout out to John Madden, man. Shout out to John Madden. And, uh, all I got to say is RIP. And, uh, that sucks. It's never fun to talk about death, but the beauty of John Madden George is that we were able to. There's so much about the man that we at least could have fun, some fun topics, um, and talk about him in positive ways. Because Absolutely. it's all about winning, success, beer campaigns, video games. Like he's gonna leave a smile on a lot of people's faces. That's, that's he amazing. totally
0: is. And be and he'll be around for a while. Madden video games are going nowhere, so that yeah, makes it even better. Forever.
1: Well and we'll see. they I'm sure the Super Bowl will do something for him. There'll be some oh, halftime yeah. thing. So we'll be hearing more about John Madden and rest in peace. And uh George, I think it's it's on to our three stooges and three kings of uh, the NFL week. Let's do it. Unless you've got something else. But I'm assuming I,
0: no, I got nothing else on John Madden. Just rest in peace.
1: <laughs> Let's get to our three stooges and three kings of NFL quarterbacks, George. And um, I want to start with the kings this week.
0: Okay, um, why not? This is why. Why not switch it up? I know why. I I hope you know why. I don't know why, but why not? (laughs) Because I think it's very easy. I think both are pretty easy, but um, I was gonna. I was actually gonna preface everything by saying I've noticed that the later in the year it gets. The more data point we have throughout the season, the easier it's going to get. The first five, six, seven, eight weeks of a season is tough, but as the season progresses, it's getting a lot easier to like pinpoint who the three kings and three stooges are.
1: Yeah, uh, no, I agree with that. I, the stooges are always going to be a revolving door, though, because a mm-hmm. lot of the people that are stooges end up getting benched or might be getting if they're not rookies, you know. And it causes the ability to maybe get, fall off your list or. Right. Um, because that's just how it works for us. But the Kings are very easy, like you said. I mean, it, and and I think it's pretty simple that Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady did not move off the list. No, they in did any not, way, shape or form. And then to our, uh, if you listened to our last episode, there was a debate between Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes.
0: No, no, that was two Wasn't episodes it? ago. Yeah, it was two episodes ago. Patrick Mahomes was on it last week.
1: Yeah, I know yeah, it went by yeah, fast,
0: yeah. but that was two episodes ago. Mahomes you know was what? on it last week
1: got me messed up because of the like Tuesday games and the weird. I news. know it was,
0: it was kind of all over the place. I don't blame you there, but no, there's no debate. And I don't think there's any movement on three Kings.
1: Correct. Now I will bring up one guy that we'll talk about after. I don't want to, he's not a King, but I'm going to bring him up after we do our three Stooges and three Kings. I would say the next guy that's even making some momentum is obviously Josh Allen's kind of coming back in that picture in Joe Burrow. Um, <laughs> Joe, Joe Burrow's, Burrow's been unbelievable. Yeah, but we'll get to him. I have him written down as uh, one of our topics by young quarterbacks coming after three Kings, three Stooges. But for now, we keep it simple. It's Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. Shocker. <laughs> and Not much debate board?
0: there. Yeah, man. What, someone throw five interceptions next week. Let's have some fun. Yeah. Like Mahomes, go back to being bad for a couple weeks just to make this interesting. Yeah, but you know, if if I at the beginning of a season, that's the best part of this too. Like if I told you who are the three kings heading into the season, it would probably Aaron Rodgers,
1: Tom Brady, and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and uh it's funny, it just worked itself out that way.
0: It really did. All right, to the three stooges. I guess I'll preface this by saying I don't think there's many changes, but there's one spot for debate that I don't know what we're gonna do with. So Trevor
1: Lawrence, guess, obviously. Oh, yeah, I was gonna guess what you were gonna say. Okay, tell me. I guess I was guessing Cam Newton and Trevor Lawrence. Well, Trevor Lawrence, Mike Glennon, but right
0: before we start recording this podcast, Matt Rule announced that Cam Newton is going to be replaced by Sam Darnold. So I almost wrote like the Sam Darnold Cam Newton combo deal here because they did their quarterbacks. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Like they did rotate playing last week. Right. So uh, what would you do with that? Is that like an OK thing to, or do we just put Drew Locke on there? Why are you hating on Drew Locke, man? <laughs> I'm not. I just like Drew Locke a lot. Of, and he played the Raiders and looked like absolute crapola. 15 for yeah. 22. We didn't like look that bad. He just didn't do anything. 153 yards. It like, looked like he was trying not to throw interceptions. But I don't know. Would you just go Panthers quarterbacks and say the Cam Newton-Sam Darnold combo?
1: Because the problem is like Cam Newton is going to come in and like play. And then he's going like, to not play well for a couple minutes. And then they're going to put in... Sam Darnold, and then, like, you know, that's how they do it. So it's kind of complicated, right?
0: So I I, and I know, okay, like, look, Davis Mills doesn't deserve it. I mean, you can put Ian Book, but he was just thrown in there. Like, he wasn't supposed to be a starter, so you can't really do That, that. That doesn't count. Yeah, the Detroit Lions were on a backup. The Chicago Bears were on a third string, and they beat the Seahawks. Like, who could you actually put on there? Like, if you go through all the other teams, like, there's not really a third stooge. That's kind of where my problem is.
1: I mean, you could technically have Zach Wilson, but he beat the matchup between Trevor Lawrence and him. Um, So I didn't want to punish him for that, to be honest with you. Me neither. Uh, So I think honestly, it's Trevor. (laughs) It's kind of crazy to think that it's like easy. The easiest answer is Trevor Lawrence, the number one pick in the draft. Yep. While there's like five other rookie quarterbacks playing. Like that's kind of sad. It shows what Jacksonville is. (laughs) And the Panthers. Has to he, be an he might have outplayed. I'm just looking at their stats. I didn't. Uh,
0: uh, to be honest with you, and every all the listeners, and you're probably the same. We didn't really watch much of the Jacksonville New York Jets game because it was Jacksonville and the New York Jets. He had better stats almost then. Zach Wilson, but he lost the game. So I'm not like saying, anything. yeah.
1: And Zach Wilson had like a 70 or was a 50 yard touchdown run. It was the only highlight of the game. So he kind of wins. Overall. Oh, he did have that. Okay. he Yeah. We can't put him a stooge at all. That's, yeah. That was because yeah, whatever stats you're looking at for foot passing, remember he had that 50 yard. I for, run. totally forgot about that. He did. I think it's the only highlight I saw from the game. So <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you have to put Panthers QBs. Um, okay. Is, it's because they're both they're both playing. It's like a combo thing. Whatever. It's a committee, and they're the they're bad at it. Like that's if you ask the Panthers, you know, if you look at the NFL right now, and I asked you like, we're gonna do a little New Year's resolution um, for our bonus episode after this, right? Uh, yep. You know what NFL teams' New Year's resolutions? Three teams each. I did not. I had the a- NFC, and I did not put the Panthers. But be a, it be was... Like, there was one thing i have to do it's find a quarterback like they have almost right. every aspect of the you know like the team kind of put together they don't have a bad team they have a bad they have bad quarterbacks so i think it's obvious that they're the ones and then after that you listed a bunch of people that could be on the list drew Locke, mike glennon technically the ian books of the world Well,
0: glennon's right. on the list right i mean because we can only have we need three so trevor lawrence mike glennon panthers quarterbacks
1: Yeah, but I'm saying you could mix in a Drew Locke or you could. Oh, yeah, yeah, you totally could. But you're good with
0: Glennon on the list. That's what I'm asking.
1: Yeah, he sucks. Yeah. And, (laughs) you know, there's only like, like some people might try to say Baker Mayfield um, might try try to say. He's he's not that bad. He's not a stooge. Yeah, they lost by two to the Packers. They are about like, he threw a lot of picks, but, you know, I think uh, on that topic, um, like Baker Mayfield, he's not looking great, but he's injured and he's not as bad as like Cam Newton or Mike Lennon. And, you know, like Baker Mayfield might be an option for a team like Carolina next year. Like, because you know, if they don't pay him, Baker's going to get a starting job as a second act. Kind of like Sam Darnold got his chance. Kind of mm-hmm. like Jameis Winston got his chance. I saw this on Colin Cowherd show. He was listing out like, you know, Baker would have a second chance. Cause he's, he took Cleveland to the playoffs. The first guy in, Right, eighteen years. Maybe it's just not. But I,
0: I will say though, if we don't have like a third candidate next week, he does throw like four interceptions again or three, whatever it is. I'll I'll, I'll make a case for him, but I just don't think he's there now.
1: Yeah, he he's just not close to some of these really awful guys yet. But right. he's 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 playing bad. <laughs> to say the but least. Yeah, he's definitely not on that list. Though. All right, so we got our stooges. This was easy this week. Easy one. Trevor Lawrence, Panther QBs, and Mike Lennon and Kings. We have Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and Patrick Mahomes. And Beautiful. I wrote down a couple of topics, George, for after this. Um, Same here. And one of them was what up Browns, right? Okay. And the Browns play the Steelers this week. And the crazy thing about that AFC is it North. Yeah, AFC North.
0: Yeah.
1: Is it's still up for grabs technically? I mean, Browns still have a shot at making the playoffs. So do the Steelers. So do the Ravens. And the Bengals lead by what one game? or two games.
0: One one game, but I do want to add to that. Like what what one thing's interesting. I'm glad the Bengals are leading the division cuz if you looked up plus minus, which obviously isn't everything. Browns -15, Steelers -70, Ravens -1, Bengals +86. So at least like it makes sense. They are playing as the best team.
1: Yeah. Um, them and the Browns have were are the best defenses there. They both given up three something, but the Browns' offense is obviously a huge struggle there. Yep. The Bengals are the only ones that put up points and didn't give up points. So right, they're they're there rightfully so. And um, but man, it's 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 a tight race. Uh, I think it's it's going to be crazy to see how that ends up. Um, I, the reason I brought the Browns first and foremost is because it is interesting that if they beat the Steelers this week. They moved to eight and eight, right? And then they, and eight, have, yep. they have the Bengals at home week 18. Yeah, so they'd have right
0: there as a chance. I don't know what the tiebreakers all line up. I have no idea. I did, okay, well, I can tell you the first time they played, who won? Uh,
1: the Browns, 41 to 16.
0: Okay, so they'd have the tiebreaker. There you go. No, the, oh, yeah. Brown, so they'd have the tiebreaker. Yeah. You're right. There you and
1: go. this is why I wanted to bring this up. I think the Bengals are going to be losing this week. They're playing the Kansas City Chiefs. I think this is the Chiefs last week that they're going to have to win out before I think they'll clinch if they win the number one seed and a couple other things happen. Um, I don't don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure too late. Quoted you. No, they, they are. They're 11 and four. The next best teams, the Titans at 10 and five. So if the Chiefs with the win, I think.
0: Didn't the Titans beat the Chiefs? So they have the tiebreaker.
1: They did. Well, it depends what happens with the Titans. Then Titans True. play Dolphins, so you never know what happens there. True. Uh, my my point is, the Browns have a really good op. The Browns and Baker Mayfield have a very good opportunity to salvage this season. Um, I'm really interested to see what happens with Baker these next two weeks because th- this could make or break the idea if he's on the Browns or not next year.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I, and I, if I was to bet on it, I don't think he's going to play too well. I think he's kind of holding the team back personally. And I don't know if that's because of injuries or because of ability or what it is, but there's something holding something back.
1: Yeah, I, I'm going to assume it's somewhere in the middle, right? I think injuries, obviously, if he has a torn labrum in his shoulder. So he's obviously not, you know, he's not there, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. 110%. But, but there's also the concept of his ability is just not his accuracy was his, his his greatest asset in college. And that's like been his biggest demise in the NFL It's no accuracy. Which yeah. Which is kind is of a weird. weird thing to think. Yeah. And so I don't know, but the hard thing here, George is that you, you know, they're in this position. You can make the playoffs though. They might make the playoffs over Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, you know, like, and and that's a team that yeah also has their own issues and the quarterback's now hurt also and Lamar is not playing at the same level as he was No he's
0: not at all Yeah
1: like Lamar was you know he's not playing at his MVP level this year either and so it's and he's going to get his contract don't get me wrong I know he will but yeah. you know the there's a lot in this division right now Joe this is Joe Burrow and the Bengals have the clear like best situation right now it's, which I did not think I would say Ben Roethlisberger's not going to be the quarterback Lamar's Got, got hurt now, but he's not playing the same, and Baker Mayfield's not playing right. Uh, I think right. the Bengals might be the team that are in the division.
0: But- oh, yeah. They're set up for the future, and the future is really bright in Cincinnati.
1: It's pretty crazy to think. I uh, know. But I can't wait to see what Baker does. That was kind of my main point there because, I man, this team had high expectations, but we'll find out. All right.
0: Well, what's your next uh, random topic? Because mine is a college, a college football playoff, so I want to keep that after NFL.
1: yeah let's save that to the end um mine was also about joe burrow for a second because i've heard a lot this week about joe burrow versus justin herbert who would you want who would be your guy and i think it's one of the hardest there's no right or wrong like i can't if you told me the opposite of what i think i don't even know if i have an argument right and vice Mm -hmm. versa like um, this is one of the harder young quarterback debates, right? Because when you looked at Lamar Jackson versus this guy, it's like two different abilities, two different. This mm-hmm. Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow are two guys that are at like kind of poor franchises right now, elevating them and just playing way beyond their age and way beyond their experience level. Um, mm. I'm personally on the Joe Burrow side.
0: Same. Do you like? Do you like New York steak, ribeye, or filet mignon? I have
1: no idea which one, to be honest.
0: That was a bad example for me. You know how I feel. I love steaks. I don't know the difference between those. All right. So my favorite cut of steak is a ribeye. I love Give ribeyes. me a
1: car example or something, or shoes. Do you like a
0: Ferrari or do you like a Lamborghini? They're both sports cars, too. So there you go. That's that's it, Either one's great. Okay, so that's it's all about preference and choice, right? I think both of them are going to be top five quarterbacks, top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL, Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow. Uh, I tend to be like you. I like the uh, Joe Burrow side a little bit more. He, I kind of like his attitude. I like that he's on the Bengals and he's from Ohio. Um, Justin Herbert also happens to go to the, um, in my opinion, the trash of a Pac 12, the Oregon Ducks. Uh, Spoiler That's alert, I, mean, I went to the University of Washington, there. so it's all biased there. So as an Oregon Duck, I have trouble rooting for Justin Herbert despite knowing that he's really good. Um, so, yeah, they're both great. I can't choose one. I mean, I would have no problem starting a franchise with either one, but I'm a Joe Burrow guy personally. I root for him a little more, but
1: I root for uh, Justin Herbert. There's something about Joe Burrow's story, right, when it comes to going to his home you know, area school in Ohio State and then basically telling him he's not good enough. He goes to LSU and wins a national championship with Ed Ordron, who was kind of like known as the guy, like, why did he get that job? Kind of the right. joke coach. Remember, he was that back in where was he? Was it Mississippi or Mississippi State? Old Miss?
0: I think it was Old Miss.
1: Well, yeah, there was somewhere he was at first. We were like, why? this guy's a joke, you know, like, and he wins it, you know, he wins that. He ends up being a, a top pick in the draft. He has a devastating knee injury, like, what was it, like five different tears? comes back the following year earlier than supposed to be and now is leading a division which is one of the hardest divisions in football if not the hardest right now with, with the Bengals, browns and steelers like a lot of two organizations that are great and then the bank Beng- the browns who are starting to become really good and your in state rival and he's just found a way to be excellent and he has that attitude and that swag like you can tell he was like he would. He said in his press conference, "This is not the same old Bengals organization."
0: Yeah. Well, I like when they asked him. So I get who they 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 were playing uh, the Ravens, and I think one of the Ravens defensive players, like, "Oh, you can't." crown uh, defensive coordinators or defensive coaches, like, "You can't crown Joe Burrow." Yeah, but you That's know not he, what he said.
1: What was the exact words? You, he said that he's great, but we're not ready to give him a gold jacket. Yeah, give him a gold
0: jacket. So he went out and. Uh, threw for, for over 500 yards, and then they asked Joe Burrow, like, did that?" fend he was like, "No, but I heard it." And he's like, "Did it motivate you to throw five over 500 yards and kind of keep throwing the ball at the end of a game?" He goes, "Maybe." Yeah, I like well, my <laughs> favorite part of it was the maybe. They didn't say yes or no. Yeah,
1: just, he like looked at the camera with a smirk. Maybe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like like leave it up to you guys to answer yeah. that while
1: wearing a a uh, Santa Claus hat. Yeah, like you're just sitting there <laughs> smirking with Santa Claus hat. And I do love that it was from, oh, it didn't offend me, but I heard it. Like he said, I don't think it was necessary. And then they're like, but well, I heard it. it. Doesn't offend me. Oh, they help you throw 525 yards. And then just smirk, like, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I know
0: it's kind of funny, like because there's two different types of cockiness. There's like the like, and I, I hate to keep banging on the guy, but like Baker Mayfield would have been like really combative and not funny about it, even more angry. I At feel least like stop leave Baker alone. Say Aaron Rodgers, man, or Aaron Rodgers <laughs> would have been, Aaron Rodgers would have been like, yeah, it motivated me to do that, like you say my name and stuff? Like I kind of like the maybe it's like, it's kind of <laughs> funny. Like, like I don't know if you're joking or not. Like did it yeah. motivate you. Did it not? Like it was, it's just funny. I, I like the funny
1: cocky Aaron Rogers have been like, you know how you media work. Want to put noise in the mouths and ears of other people. As I sit here and evaluate what you guys said, I digress that it's not my problem to talk about. And you'd be like, okay, Aaron, anyway, right, what like, else I I immunize the football. Yeah. Like, Wait, what? And he's like, "Do you want to see my toe?" Okay, no, Aaron. <laughs> Don't want to see your toe. <laughs> like, thank you. Yeah, Weird. I just like maybe, maybe. Weird guy alert. But I like that we're both on the top on on the the whole uh, what's it called on the uh, Joe, Joe Burrow. Yeah. Even though they're both great, I would not have a problem with either one being my franchise quarterback. Yeah. And before we move on to college football playoffs, I just want to mention one other thing, George. Two mm-hmm. things. So I'm not going to talk about it here. I want everyone to know um, we do have our Seattle sports podcast. If you look at sports on tap Seattle um, today, we did one. Well, it started off baseball because Kyle Seeger, Mariner, longtime Mariner retired, but we also did a lot about Seahawks future. Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson. That is one of the bigger topics in football this week. But I just want to let people know that is, if you look up sports on tap Seattle podcast, you'll find that episode there. And we did a whole, what, like 30 minutes on it on P. Carroll, Ross Wilson in the future. So there's a big topic that's not gonna be on this podcast. That's probably a pretty big topic everywhere, but it'll be on the Sports On Tap Seattle podcast. And number two is, before we get on to college football, at the end of this episode, we're gonna, George is gonna have three AFC teams for a New Year's resolution. I'm gonna have three NFC teams for a New Year's resolution, but it will also post as a bonus podcast on friday i believe right yeah friday new year's eve it will post on friday morning as a bonus episode um that 10 minutes of new year's resolutions for football teams so if uh you're into college football stick with us if you're not you can hit up the uh bonus part or wait for the bonus episode to come out and uh I think George said he had nothing else on the NFL week other than uh, the college football, right?
0: Yeah, I think we covered everything we'd like to cover for the NFL. I think next week we'll kind of start having more of a playoff picture, so there'll be a lot more to talk about. But uh, speaking of the playoffs, we have college football playoffs on Friday, which is hopefully going to seem like it's still going to happen no matter what. But I guess if the team doesn't have enough players due to COVID, they will be forced to forfeit, which is crazy in my opinion um but all systems go for now uh let's talk about these games sammy we have my favorite team in the world cincinnati playing against alabama the first game 1 30 p.m pacific time um or sorry 12 30 pacific time what do you think of that man i don't are you ready to see alabama beat cincinnati by 977
1: points i still don't think that's what's going to happen um I'm in the camp of it could be a good game. And I think it will be. And I think it will be because I think, and I know a lot of people would disagree that Alabama will not come into the game, taking their opponent lightly, but I, I could see some players on Alabama being like, like some of the players have been there the last two, three years and they know how good they are and they always win. I could see them taking them a little lightly. Now I'm not saying Cincinnati is going to win, Um, but I do believe there could be a little bit of take the team a little lightly in the first half. And you know, they, your alma mater, university of Washington played Alabama in a college football playoff and stayed in the game for the first half, especially. Um, and they probably were taking university of Washington lightly as well, to be honest. Um, and so I do see a potential, I think the spread's like 13 and a half. I think that's why I think that's why it's there. Alabama, you know, has been like 21 point favorites against some sec schools, right? Like 30 points. Sometimes I don't, I don't even know. I think the, I, the bets, I think it's going to be somewhere around a 14 point game, but I think it might by the end be a comfortable 14. If you know what I mean? Like maybe it's a yeah. 20 point game and a touchdown happens. Okay. Um, so I don't necessarily think Cincinnati is going to challenge them to the end, but I think they'll challenge them in early on. And, You never know a football team. If you can have one good drive to start a game and just get a lead, get up 7 nothing, you have the ball first, at least you'll be in the game for another quarter or two.
0: Yeah, and I think they have to. Um, If Cincinnati doesn't keep this game somewhat reasonable and somewhat close, we'll never, ever see another team like Cincinnati get into the college football playoffs ever again. Incorrect. And I'll tell you why that's incorrect, because they're expanding the size. They'll never
1: get into a Mm -hmm. four-team.
0: Oh, hold, I did read today that the expansion is on the fringe right now and it might not be coming up.
1: So, well, guess what? When they lose a lot of money, because I saw there's $400 million in jeopardy for like ads. Um, no, there's $400 million in ads that are at jeopardy, like due to. Through the bowl season because of like some games getting canceled and this, when college football starts losing hundreds of millions of dollars, they can be like, "All right, more playoff games next
0: year." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very possible they do. And you're right, if they if it does expand the playoffs, the team like Cincinnati would get in. I'm I'm talking about the four team playoff. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree.
1: Yes. Uh, but but you know, if there's
0: eight, Cincinnati is getting in. You know? Oh, there'll always be a team like Cincinnati in every single year if there's eight. Yeah. Well, I'd hope so, because then what's the point of moving it to eight? If, then just give these little guys some chances. So I'll be interested to see that. But um I think Alabama, for bad, lack of a better word, rolls. Roll Tide. Um, but then the game that I think a lot of people are actually really excited to watch is Georgia-Michigan. Are you excited? This game is really exciting to me. I think I saw a map. I think it was like seventy percent of states in the United States are rooting for Michigan to win the college football playoffs. Uh, Jim Harbaugh went from like the least likable figure in sports, I feel like, to a guy people are rooting for. And I don't know if that's because he's a Michigan man and it's his alma mater, and they, people think that's really cool. But I think a lot of it has to do with that. Like, oh, the coach went back to left the NFL, went back to his alma mater, moved his family to uh, Ann Arbor. And now they're in the college football playoffs. And I think a lot of people resonate with that like small town. It's not that small. It's right outside of Michigan in Detroit, but it's a kind of a small town uh, kind of love story back, nostalgia story back, lack of better words.
1: I think I'm going to try to one up that George. Mm -hmm. I think it's the fact that it's not the SEC. Number one, Um, I think you might be making a great point there. Football fans in general, like, you know how many people would love for this football playoffs to be Cincinnati-Michigan, the championship? Just in terms yeah. of, like, like, haha, the SEC thinks they're so much better than everybody, and they're unbeatable. And you have the lovable, like, small school in Cincinnati. Then you have Michigan, the colors, not from the SEC. Like, the big house, how yellow is. I think when everybody watched that game against, uh, who was it, Ohio State, that pretty much put yeah. them in the playoffs. Like, you could see the emotion, like – uh Juwan howard hugging jim harbaugh and it's not an sec school it's more like family school like of a lot of people right. Juwan howard is a player that went back to coach for the basketball team and harbaugh went back to coach for the basketball team yeah it shows that it's more family than the sec SEC's is great business right? right like like, like ed oh, orgeron Bamber. is a
0: lot lsu guy and gets fired
1: yeah for after winning a national championship two years later you're like oh yeah, this is did. a bit this is like the hell Right. Yeah. Or Alabama, the NFL, just here's our coaches. Here's our recruits. We make so much money. We win championships, championship, championship, championship. I think with Michigan, it's like, it's the big house, the yellow. It'd be like if Notre Dame was in the playoff right now. You right. know what I mean? Like the, there's something like, Oh wow. Look at that. Look at their crowd and the nostalgia and the, you know, like I want to see them succeed for once. So I think it's kind of like that. And I guess th- that would be my thing. It's two things, the sec and the like lovable. F- feels more like college football, like Cincinnati and Michigan would feel like the college football story. While Alabama and Georgia feels like the two NFL the football teams back at it again. Yeah. The NFL is back at it again. Right. Like, right um that's a great point i love i love
0: that all everything you just said and i'm rooting with full interest to alabama i still think we're gonna see a georgia alabama <laughs> uh college football championship game but i'm really hoping we don't i really want to see michigan pull this subset
1: i thought you predicted michigan the other day. no no
0: i i'm rooting for michigan
1: oh uh, i think i am too but i think Georgia. <laughs> i think it's gonna be georgia alabama <laughs> Yeah, me too. Me too. But I'm really rooting for Michigan.
0: I'm gonna bet on Michigan, so my rooting interest will also match my uh, like stake in the game.
1: I'm rooting for Cincinnati, Michigan, and okay. the only reason I'm doing that is not that I actually care if Cincinnati or Michigan win. Because uh, if it's Georgia, Alabama, it's probably the best quality product, probably right? Yeah. Um, like Georgia's only losses to Alabama. Michigan lost to Michigan State, who later on lost a bad game. Like you, know, like you know, like I know. Michigan's not as good as Georgia. Even though he's number they're number two, I don't think they're as good at least. But no. I just think there is some beauty to the idea of a Michigan Cincinnati. Like the two teams that people kind of think are gonna lose. And then it's like, oh my God, this is gonna be so like what I would love about that, I guess. My last point would be those are two teams that like I see in the playoffs if they make the championship, like if Whoever wins, there's a very big possibility this school never wins again for another, like, 20 years, 50 years. Yeah. Well possible. Well, well, there is totally a possibility because, I mean,
0: Michigan hasn't won since, I think, 98. Uh, they're, but they're set up for some good success. I think they have a number top three or four recruiting class in the country. But as long as SEC is around, you know how hard it's going to be for any other schools to win. So you're right. It, it, there's a big
1: possibility. Like, you're in it now. Go Go get it. Yeah, I mean that that's that's kind of my point. It's like if you look earlier in the years, man, right, like <sighs> I'm I'm looking at like who's actually won national championships. Like it's a lot of SECs in Ohio States of
0: as of late.
1: Yeah, is this real? Is Princeton number one of twenty eight? It is. Yeah, but they but he also played when like, you know, you were just yeah, no, I understand, but this is this is kind of a good point, too. Like Michigan yeah. has sixteen national championships, and they haven't yeah. had one in God knows how long, I think right? 90, 98, I want to say was a the year they had their last one. Yeah. And then Washington has four technically.
0: Technically four, but most of them are in the nineteen fifties and forties, I think. The ninety the nineteen ninety one. I only count stuff like from nineteen seventy-five onwards when people cared.
1: And like there wasn't like nine national championships.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like when people, <laughs> like people, like oh, maybe we should keep track of his stuff and then allowing every school to be like, guess what? I'm national champion. Yeah, bitches. <laughs> like yeah, like, just... we did it. <laughs> we did it.
1: it. But but the reason I said that about Michigan too, George. You look at you think Nebraska won right after Michigan in Nebraska were the national championship co champions. I think in '97. Yep. Neither one has been anywhere close to winning again. Um and you have other schools like Georgia Tech has like a shit ton of national championships. When was the, the last, last one, one? was in 1990. It's been 30 okay. something years. That's, That's not too I bad, to like, bro. I didn't know Georgia
0: Tech was good in my lifetime, but I was also like three years old. So like don't blame me for not watching.
1: Georgia Tech has more national championships than Georgia and like they, they have seven. When was Georgia's
0: last national championship? God knows when, right? It's like in the 80s, 70s
1: Oh, yeah. They lost to Tua. I forgot yeah. about that. They really had a bad end. They they should have won a national championship. Uh, 19, 1980
0: and 1942. Okay. So it's been 40 years. And
1: that goes to my point when it comes to Michigan and Cincinnati. Because Georgia, if they win, it's likely they're going to win another one in the next 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but sometimes, like these teams, you never know. You like Cincinnati. This might be their one chance ever in their school's history from now until forever to win a national championship.
0: Totally could be.
1: So it's it's kind of crazy, and it's not easy to get this close. Like you know what blows my mind? What's that? Wisconsin, who's like a powerhouse, has one national championship in 1942. UCLA. That's it. Yeah, UCLA won 1945, 54. Sorry. Like, h- how is that possible? That's how hard it is to win a national championship.
0: Yeah, no, I. I, That's nuts. That's all I can say. Nuts.
1: It actually blows my mind, and it's just not easy. Outside of Princeton and Yale, who each have twenty seven and twenty eight in the nineteen fifty and before, like there's only one team that has recent continued success, and it's Alabama. Like they're the only team that has these like multiple above like i know clemson has a few george but clemson's was all just two years they have three national championships two of them came in recency but like if you look at the rest of the list it's like 85 and 2011 and 57 and 1999 right alabama is the only team that's really out here going from like you know they're like 73 78 79 92 2009 2011 2012 2015 2020. They're the only one
0: yeah, and you know what's funny about all this? Like you're saying, the hardness of continued success. As we say that right now on the t- on um, playing live right now, I think they're at halftime. Clemson is playing in the Cheez Its Bowl. All right. If you think that if you think it's not hard to continue success, when you you go in <laughs> playoffs, 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 amazing recruiting class to the Cheez Its Bowl against
1: Iowa State. Thanks.
0: All right, So <laughs> So yeah, you're right. It's hard once you get in. Try to win.
1: Yeah, try to win because it might not come around for a long. Look at the University of Washington. You're alma mater. It's simple, George. Like this, this team. Was, this episode is not about
0: the Washington Huskies. <laughs> Let's leave me alone
1: for a minute. <laughs> they don't. They can't even figure out coaching now after being the playoffs. My goodness. I do want to say. Uh, there's an interesting game tonight before we finish this this time. There is. We got, uh, number 14, Oregon versus number 16, Oklahoma. I have no predictions. I don't even know who's playing because sometimes now in bowl games, like half the team sits Sammy,
0: that. both their coaches left too. I don't even know who's coaching.
1: Bob Stoops is coaching Oklahoma.
0: Oh, that's right. Bob Stoops is coaching Oklahoma. That's, that's kind of cool. That's now cool I'm getting
1: actually tuning in for sure now. Yeah. That'll be fun. But uh, I guess we'll be back talking about it next week. We both have <laughs> Alabama... <laughs> Georgia is our prediction, but,
0: but, but I'm rooting, but I'm rooting really hard for Michigan because I, I, I you want Cincinnati? hard by the way. No, I'm not, I'm not rooting for Cincinnati. You're the
1: only person I know that's like anti-Cincinnati.
0: I know I but I, I've lived on that
1: mountain and I'm staying on it. Yeah. George was like one of those people that was guaranteed. Probably you've probably said it once guaranteed. They don't have a chance to make the playoffs ever. You've probably, probably said it. I'm not saying probably you, said it. you Probably. <laughs>
0: I mean, I'm more likely to have said it and not said it. So yes. I'm sure we've been we've sat at
1: a bar before and I'm like, I think Cincinnati's going to make it. And you'd been like, I guarantee they'll never make it. Well, <laughs> I'm sure I'll,
0: I'll have one guarantee right now Alabama minus 13 and a half. Garen fucking tee it. And Cincinnati won't win. Garen fucking tee it.
1: Okay. Um, how much you want to bet on Cincinnati? What is it? Plus 13 and a half or give me 14? I don't want to give you fourteen. I'm not giving you the hook. Oh, you're worried. That's why. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I'll take it. I mean, that's a push. Sure,
0: take it. Fourteen.
1: Okay. How much we want on it on the podcast live? How much we betting?
0: Uh, how about just a dinner? That's more fun. It's not exciting for the people.
1: How much is it? Okay, dinner? no. Seventy-five like dollars. Hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. Dinners and drinks. Okay. We'll call it a dinner, but let's call it a hundred-dollar bill for a dinner. All right. I have Cincinnati plus fourteen. You have Alabama minus 14. Maybe it's a push, but are
0: you give me the 14? Giving you the 14. We'll push. I'll give you a push on the
1: 14. Okay, virtual shake, please. There's my there there camera. There, there we, camera. we go. Boom. Thank you. <laughs> if you're watching this or listening to this, you don't see our hands. But 100 bucks, I got plus 14. Uh, let's see what happens, George. Huh. I don't even have to watch Oh, poor guy's going to lose this bet now just because he said that you just jinxed yourself. All right. Well, I think that's all we got um, before we get onto the bonus NFL teams, new year's resolutions. Um, in the meantime, please uh, leave a review, show us some love shout out to the people. I think Spotify is releasing reviews shortly now too, actually. It's a new oh, feature finally. they're about to do. Yeah. So if you're on Spotify, look out for the new review buttons and give us a five star. Um, that, that was a that was a that was a demand, not a request. Give us a five star. <laughs> yeah, and, no, uh,
0: none of it's four star bullshit.
1: Yeah, well, no thank you. And uh, stay tuned for the bonus part. But if you're not going to listen to the bonus today, it'll be out on Friday as a separate episode. And in the meantime, George, all I wanted to say is this is the sports on tap, and you know what we like to say:
0: Cheers to sports.
1: And for those who stuck around, it's our bonus episode. With me, Sammy, and my big bro.
0: George, welcome to the greatest show in podcasting.
1: Woo! Welcome on it. Today, we have a bonus episode. It was part of our main episode for the week, which you can also find on this pod, that feed. It is at the end of it, but we want to release it as a bonus episode here on New Year's Eve Day. Is that how you say it?
0: (laughs) It's New Year's Eve. That's it. You don't say New Christmas Eve day?
1: This is going to be releasing in the morning of New Year's Eve. Is that New Year's Eve day?
0: That's New Year's Eve during the day.
1: I'm going to start a new trend. This is released on New Year's Eve day. And uh, as the college football playoffs are going to be starting and whatnot. And um, we wanted to come out with some New Year's resolutions for football teams, NFL teams to be specific, George. You have three AFC teams. I get three NFC teams. We did not discuss who the teams are before, so I don't know how serious George's answers are. I have some that are not serious, and I have some that are kind of a topic. So, Mine are both. I'm interested to find out.
0: Kind of, kind of mix of both, too.
1: Okay. Um, how do we want to do this? you want me to start with the first one? Do you want to start? I'll let you go if you want.
0: How about we just go? go you go three NFC, then I'll go three AFC.
1: Well, but okay. Well, we can talk about each one. I have a couple of
0: things to say. Yeah, of course. If like if it needs some talking, we talk about. It. If I have nothing to add, well, it's a conversa- conversation. A conversation. That's a new a one. Com- Better than New Year's Eve day.
1: At least it's a real word. Today's Wednesday day. I have Washington football team. New Year's resolution. Can you take a guess? Get a quarterback. No, find a fucking name. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't expecting uh, that one <laughs> no i'm
0: starting to like their name but i kind of like the wft because every time i see it i think wtf I'm like what the fuck Same oh name. wait no at wft so i'm starting kind of like it's starting to grow on me
1: and it works for dc i'm not gonna lie just washington football team it works yeah. but i'm pretty sure they're like honed in on picking a name eventually right uh-huh. they decided that i they're think going so. to.
0: but if they do the warriors like that's so dumb
1: it's so dumb. And I know we've talked about this briefly before. And that's why I wanted to say this one. Find a fucking name. That's a great New Year's resolution for this team. But make it good. This should be their mm-hmm. New Year's resolution. We've talked about, like, the, the Washington presidents or the Washington what? Like, uh, what was the other ones we've talked about? Like, God, there's, there's the monuments, one, presidents. The, the presidents,
0: generals? generals. Yeah, but that might be, like, oh, my God, war. You know, who knows what people these days like really there's nothing you can do anymore to make people happy. So I don't know. Is generals offensive? I don't think so. Okay. I hope not. I could be wrong. Uh, And my favorite one is no one's even talking about this. And I told you this was a from our cousin's husband, the Washington Originals. Yeah. Like it's just just DC. It's the OG. Yeah. You just call them the OGs. The OGs are black. Yeah. The Washington Originals. I think that'd be the best name ever.
1: I like that. I, I'm still I'm big on Washington presidents. I think it'd be really cool if you have like, I don't know, like some shape or form of a president on the. Hel- well, the only problem with that is like then you have to pick a president, and then there's gonna be like something about race or something about politics or political parties. So you'd have to be really tricky with the uh, logo. Also, I but, know it'd probably just knows? be like a flag or something. I'm mean, gonna be I don't know who knows. Washington State. There we go. <laughs> Number 2 George is another team in their same division. It's the New York Football Giants. Their New York their new year's resolution, I almost said New York resolution, but it's also a resolution for New York is be more giant. Okay, it's been too many years. Too many years of this team like different coaches, like old quarterback to a young quarterback's not good. I feel like New York teams just like the Knicks for a while Sports aren't good when New York teams aren't good. It's a bad thing for sports. And the football giants are not giant at all. So my New Year's resolution is that they hit the gym. They buff up a little bit. A lot. Of, this is the same as a lot of Americans, right? Trim the fat, be more giant, bulk up, and become a better football team. And make a decision on Daniel Jones if you want him or not. If not, let's get moving on to the next guy. So I want the New York football giants to be more giant.
0: Yeah, and I just pulled up a stack because I had it saved on my bookmarks, believe it or not. And it's the picture about of Odell the Beckham Giants. Jr. Yeah,
1: because Gi- uh, it's a, the boat picture.
0: I already the know. boat picture. Yeah, and it says the Giants are now an NFL worst. And this is after Sunday, twenty-two and fifty-eight since this picture was taken. And well, now I'm going to probably tweet that out with this podcast at some point. So thank you for that. But yeah, they're they've been horrible. And that picture feels like a lifetime ago. By the way, it was. You know who was the president of the United States during that picture? Barack Obama. Barack Obama, yes. That was three presidents ago.
1: Yeah, I guess technically speaking. Yeah. Technically. You know. <laughs> was it 2016 it was, or 15? 2016,
0: yeah. 2016, December. That's but crazy. He's, but, all... he is about to exit office. I mean, I think Trump was yeah. already elected at that point. But still, Obama
1: was in office. But you know a lot of people from those eras, right, that were good. Like the Steelers were good with the old quarterback for a few years. He's still there oh. technically. But Patriots, like Seahawks have been good since then. Most of these teams haven't faltered off the way that, like, the Giants have. Like, because yeah. they were considered a good organization, they had the right leadership, good coach, good quarterback. I didn't expect the fall off to be this bad, and I just thought that was a good one. Be more giant, it, it, and it kind of fits I most like people's Year's resolutions. You, you, you know, know what, like, what else gym. fell off though? Of?
0: Hmm. wearing Timberlands on a boat? Yeah, they they all did that in that picture, didn't they? I think, well, I know Odell did. Let me see. Like there, there's a couple people wearing Tim's, but Odell's in wearing in jeans, no shirt in Timberlands on a boat.
1: Yeah. I, I'm not taking fashion advice from Odell Beckham. So All right. before or after the Russell Westbrook of the NFL. Um, my last one, George, is the green Bay Packers. All right. Their new year's resolution. Hold on to your loved ones. And the reason I say that is, hold on to Aaron Rodgers. Find a way. He might infuriate me, personality wise. Um, it might get annoying, but they need they need Aaron Rodgers to succeed. Um, Jordan Love is not the next plan. They've been the luckiest <laughs> franchise. <laughs> I mean, that means
0: uh, hold on to your loved ones. That that could have been could have been a pun.
1: But yeah, or don't hold on to the loved to loved ones. I don't know hold on to your loved ones or hold on to your glory because they've been the luckiest franchise in history when it comes to quarterbacks succeeding, which is mm-hmm. Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers succeeding him. Um, and they have an opportunity to win a Super Bowl, whether it's this year or in the next two or three years, hold on tight. I know that there's been a lot of drama and all this, but you can tell by that embrace after he passed Brett Favre, that crowd loves him. That community loves him. Like, if if there's anything the Green Bay Packers need to do in this next year is find a way to make sure Aaron Rodgers stays because he's masked a lot of the problems for many years, and he's gonna probably and I don't, there's not a guarantee obviously, but he, he's he, they're getting close to potentially bringing a Super Bowl back to Green Bay again.
0: Yeah, it could very well be this year. I hope not, uh, but I agree with you on that New Year's resolution.
1: I like it. On to the AFC.
0: All right, um, mine aren't like as great as yours, but That's,
1: I think they're you know, pretty good. Come on, good. you're the guy that would love word games and games like this.
0: I know, I know. Well, tell me what you think. 1st start. That off- means
1: you're proud of me. That means you were proud of me. That's what that I means. was
0: proud of you. I thought those were really good. Uh, the Los Angeles Chargers. Your New Year's resolution is don't be so stubborn. Stubbornness can really get a lot of people in trouble. And Brandon Staley, as good of a head coach as he is, has gotten way too stubborn with his decision making. He says he goes for Oh, is on fourth down. We're going to go for a fourth down. That's good. But don't be stubborn. Sometimes take the points. When Joey Bosa, Joey or Nick, I was give they have Joey. Um, they have uh Nick. No, they have Joey, you're right. They have Joey Bosa who left the game, went to concussion protocol, got cleared by the by the by the medical team and Brandon Staley said I'm not putting him back in. Why? Because I put my players safety first. Well, There's doctors on the staff for a reason. I just think Brandon Staley needs to be a little less stubborn. He's a great head coach. I think he has huge potential to become one of the better head coaches. He has a great quarterback, but just don't be so stubborn. Sometimes it's okay to bend some of your rules.
1: You know, um, I'm a huge believer in going for it on fourth down. Um, We do. Numbers say it, whatever. But what I don't like is that analytics trump like common sense sometimes. Like, well, analytically, it's good to go for it on fourth down, so I can just do it every time without being criticized, right? And same goes for Jim Harbaugh. I mean, they've lost two games this season. John. John, sorry. John Harba The Ravens have lost two games this season for going point conversion. Yep. I know that they could have both worked out. The Chicago Bears did against the Seahawks, and it worked out. But at some point, you know, you, you got to take some criticism for – Brandon Staley and John Harp, Jim John John Harbaugh, you got to take some criticism for the, you know, like oh I say the analytics are good and I choose to do this. So I'm going to do it every time, even if it fails. There's got to be a point where you say, you know, this this week I do it differently, and especially with the fourth downs, the you're not going to be in the situation the Ravens are in every week. But Staley every week decides to go for it on fourth down, and there's probably got to be some points where you say, okay, maybe this one's not the best one.
0: I totally agree. All right. That's my first New Year's resolution. My second New Year's resolution is to the Miami Dolphins. And I'm just gonna I, tell you my Can I
1: ask something? Did you just did you just tweak some of yours? I saw you
0: typing over there, smiling. No, no, no. I did not tweak any of mine. I promise you that. <laughs> I actually you said something up me. <laughs> no, you said something that sparked my interest on one of our new clips for TikTok, and I did not want to forget it. And so I wrote it down.
1: Oh, like a this or that type of deal. Yeah,
0: yeah, but it just used something... I don't know what sparked what you said, but something sparked me.
1: Uh, All right. Fair enough, fair enough. So the Miami
0: Dolphins, Sammy, and my New Year's resolution to the Miami Dolphins is more advice. Keep dating, but don't get married so fast. I think they need to get to know Tua a little bit better. I don't think they need to move off Tua. I think they should date and be, be loyal to Tua. Go on more dates, buy him flowers, Take her to dinner. Treat her really well and find out if she is the wife. I would say keep dating, but don't get married.
1: Hmm. I agree. But and I like it because um the first part. If you said just don't marry Tua, I'd be like, uh, like guy gets too much hate. But you're saying keep dating because there's a lot of people I'm- that wanted them to stop dating Tua. And like, oh, they're not good enough. And then it's like, oh, what do you know? He came back from injury and they've won seven straight. And they're probably gonna make the playoffs as long as they, you know, win one of their two next games and things work out for them. But they have a clear shot of making the playoffs. And you know, Tua is just not fully there yet, but it's not time to move off or or keep on at the at the same time. So I, I like that one because, I think Tua definitely deserves a full season and see if he can stay healthy one, and see if he can continue this good run that they're on. And if he can, he might be the guy to marry. And if not, you'll find out in a couple of years if if you want to stop dating him. But don't move yeah. on too fast. Yeah, exactly. Don't move on too fast, but don't don't put the ring on it quite yet. Yeah, don't don't be like one of
0: those. Don't don't marry him too quick. I agree. Yeah, don't be overzealous, as I think they like to say. All right, uh, my last one is to the Denver Broncos. So I'm going to, you know, kind of paint the picture here. The Denver Broncos are a nice young man. He's a good, has a great job. Thirty-five years old, lawyer. Beautiful, beautiful home. Drives a nice car. Has some good savings in the bank. Everything is going good for him, but he's missing one thing. He has to go get himself a good girl, and that's what the Denver Broncos need to do. They need to go find themselves a nice, good quarterback. This team is built for success. They have all the components. I don't know if Nick Van- Vic Fangio is a gr- uh, the right head coach or not, but all the other components are there. Good defense, good weapons, good wide receivers, good infrastructure. They need to go get themselves a good girl, and that good girl I mean quarterback.
1: What a way to use a thousand filler words just to say their New Year's resolution is to find a quarterback. So I wrote down <laughs> Broncos, find a quarterback, because that is what their New Year's resolution is, is find a quarterback. They're the type of team that could potentially win a Super Bowl if they have the right quarterback for, for two or three years and hmm. and move forward in the right direction. So I agree with you. Um, despite all the filler words, I think the simple answer is they need a quarterback because if they get a quarterback. They're 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 right there. Like they, they have a really, really strong potential of being a team that can win uh a Super Bowl if they have you know, if they got somebody a like a Kirk Cousins even type of deal. Right. There's a big
0: chance. Yeah, I totally agree. I think they're just as quarterback away. So those are my three New Year's resolutions to my three AFC teams.
1: Happy New Year, my man. Um everybody out there listening happy new year hopefully 2022 is a year of success for you your loved ones your sports teams work everything that's going on in life um and thanks for listening to this episode we're gonna have a lot more content coming your way in 2022 and a consistent schedule right george
0: uh, absolutely mostly on what we'll talk
1: about it, but tuesdays until the nfl playoffs are done yeah Tuesdays we're gonna be doing big recording days for our Seattle podcast. These podcasts, the bonus, these bonus ones. If you're listening to the bonus, comes out on Friday, but um, the bonus will always be on the main podcast at the tail end of it, so you can always find a way to check that out. And uh, we'll also have some emergency pods too when emergencies are required. When we get the bat signal, yeah. Emergencies by emergencies we mean sports emergencies, not when like I stub my toe. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we're like, oh, I'm going to the emergency room. It's time to record a podcast. Tell everyone about it. It's time. It, yeah, we, real real sports emergencies. I knew everyone knew that. I just tried to make a joke. But no. it is time to sign off um, to our last podcast
0: of 2021, George. Absolutely, man. Well, it's been a great run. 2022 is going to be an even greater run. And um, it's going to be our year. That's what everyone says every year. <laughs> Every single year. I've never heard anyone, even if they had a great 2021, like if it was the best year ever. 2022 is my year. We're like, 2021 is pretty fucking good.
1: Every year is my year. That's how everybody's New Year's resolution. What are you doing 2021? Getting in shape, and it's going to be my year. Swear to God. Yeah. February 1st, 2023, here I come.
0: Yeah, seriously.
1: And hopefully we'll be out of this pandemic. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Because <laughs> I said that two years ago. Yeah, I know. That's... That's life. Uh, that's life, man. Well, much love. Uh, and thanks everybody for tuning in. Leave some reviews, show us some love, share with your friends. And uh, I hope you consider us the best brothers in sports. And you know what we like to say about this podcast, George? What's that? What you told me to start the show. What do you call it? The uh, best.
0: The greatest show in podcasting.
1: I like that. This is Pod That Two Brothers Talking Sports. It's brought to you by the Sports On Tap. You can find us everywhere at the com or at pod that on all platforms. And, uh, George, you know what we like to say. Cheers to sports, y'all. And cheers to 2022. Happy New year. y'all. Happy New Year's. Talk to you guys next year. Peace. See you next year. That's a classic. <laughs> God, joke.
0: that joke sucks. <laughs> Peace. You're listening to the Sports On Tap Podcast Network. Cheers to sports